Um, okay, so. No, no, no. What are did we... You didn't, did you? Stop. I asked, are you ready to go? <laughs> you saw me looking at my phone. I was looking at my computer, and I asked. Okay, fine. Are we ready? Did to you really? I can't see yes, anybody. You yes, started? I did. Okay, I did. What? I did. Go okay, ahead. No, no, I'll stop it. Do you want me to stop it? No, this is good. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't stop it. This is what happens before every episode that nobody gets to hear. What? And I want people to experience <laughs> what I have to experience every time. What? You're like, all right, uh, three, two, one. Oh, that's a perfect place to start a podcast. And then I yell at you like this every time, but I force you to stop it. But this time I'm forcing you to no, keep it in. This? So people can see what I usually <laughs> stop them from having to hear. <laughs> This is I what do, happens in the I, lack of a Chris. I do nothing wrong. All I do is say, are you ready? You say yes. I go. In and like then a you're light way. Like, in like a non-committal way. And then you're always like, well, why'd you start it? And I said, <laughs> I asked if you were ready. I'm like re ready to, I'm, I'm in the zone, but I'm not like camera ready, you know? Like I'm, I'm off. I'm like loosen up, and I'm like building up a sweat for that big action scene. Okay. So I'm like ready, but it's not like okay action. And so hold on, Spielberg. I wasn't that ready. I'm not like three, two, one ready. Then you okay? Then perhaps I can ask better, and you can answer better. Yes. You could say I am almost ready to start, and I could say. <laughs> So far, you haven't clarified which part you're doing better. I'm about to do that. <laughs> I can say. I'm about to begin recording. <laughs> Are you okay to begin? Yes, Dubs. Okay. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still trolling. You do it too fast. What are you doing? You <laughs> There's no like, and begin. It's just like, all right, smack. <laughs> record you got you got it you come in with your foot on the gas you come out strong you come out with momentum you hit it in stride that's what we're doing on, on this podcast yeah it's a really great and you've heard week after week i say no you can't do that and i force you to stop after minutes of bickering i'm, I'm willing to stop it I'm, in each time, Not this time i'm fine with stopping it in each time and then i you say what was wrong with that and i tell you to go back to the listen of it and it literally starts with just Okay, like in the middle of a word. You're like, I don't see what's wrong with that. It's ear poison. And I protect these people from it 99% of the time. I don't want them to experience ear poison. So I'm trying to fight for the people and say, let's let's re-record the past three minutes and 30 seconds of what we should No, you need to live with your sins this time. My sins. Okay. I am not okay. being okay. I am not being the protective bubble around your chaos. <laughs> uh there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grip it and rip it, my guy. Yeah. Chug it. <laughs> slurp it real loud into the microphone. Mmm. <laughs> anyway, do you think there should be a season two of Obi-Wan? When does it come out? Uh in a year. Next year this time. Maybe if they could get it together and film it in time. Would be the Obi Wan I want. What do or you the, want? I want a non-action drama between Obi Wan and Qui Gon. I think that answers my question. That's exactly what I would want for Obi Wan season two. I would want very little action. Yeah. I would want no storytelling beyond. I don't need more stories storylines to be really developed. Mm. Unless you want to show me Reva doing something to help the rebellion. Yeah. And then, cool, show me that action. And yeah. Continue that. But stop 
making the story about Obi-Wan being the hero. I want to see Obi-Wan train and fail. And I want to see him learn with Qui-Gon. And I want that back and forth. Yep. So if that's what I would get, something along those lines, sure. If you give me a, well, Ben Kenobi still helping the rebellion by doing this. Nope. Don't want it. Then it's too much. Don't want it. Don't want it. No. No. No, no, no. Completely nullifies the 19-year exile. Yes. Now it's 19-year exile with one accidental side mission. And that's cool. But then he spent the rest of the time training with Qui-Gon, reveling off and did her own thing. I think that would be cool. There would obviously have to be some overlap. Like she'd maybe have to come back to tattooing for help no. or something nope. like that. Nope. No overlap. That's fuck, two fuck separate shows then. Fuck, fuck the overlap. If they never overlap, then they would never make that. That's two completely separate shows. No. All you have to do is show somebody saying, oh, I can't believe that you were willing to help us, Rafa. Habita, habita, habita. And she'll look and be like, well, something about Ben and will be referenced. And she'll like look wistfully off into the distance. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's why she's doing it. It's because mm. by Ben's guidance. And then you go see Ben being guided by Qui-Gon. Mm. And it's like, wow, look at that connection that they that they still have. Mm. That's what you would need. That's would, all you need. I wouldn't mind, like, more Reva Vader. Like, if Reva is helping the path, uh, I think it was called. Like, if she goes yes. on to continue helping the path, and That'd then Vader cool. is, like, hunting her now. Like, That'd he betrayed be cool. me. Yeah. Um, and, like, he still never knows, really, about Leia or Luke. And he, then Obi-Wan is yeah. maybe keeping Luke safe from other people in the desert or something like that. Like Tuscan Raiders people. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, please. They're Tuscan Raiders. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was using Luke's terms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, him training and like we get to see like the more mystical side of the forest and things like that. How he becomes one with the forest. How Qui-Gon did it. I think that would be that would be super dope. That'd be cool. So, Cool, we're in agreement. Okay. <laughs> That's rare. Okay. We want literally the same thing if the show were to continue. I um, think you and I have a lot of similarities. We just go about them different ways. Wow. Wow. Different roads to the same outcome. Wow. Same destination. Wow. Yeah. You and me are like Obi-Wan and Vader. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Correct. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was was thinking for a second, like, how? Okay. 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 You got some new cryptic notes on here. No. I saw them get added live. I saw you type one of them, by the way. And I typed back. and I just said, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Did you you, really? You didn't respond. So I'm assuming you had closed the notes app already. Yeah, I did. Closed. Yeah, I do. (laughs) So I literally was like, what the the fuck? (laughs) It's the Tom Segura style, like like violent blurb like that ah, and, then just, and then it's just like i'm done you like attack this notes yes. thing it just, like i feel like this notes it's like it's tarnished <laughs> because of the way you treat it like this this notes thing by the way has so much history like i wish we could say like okay show me everything that's ever been written in here show me the version history back from 2017 oh that'd be yeah. wild um, but I'm actually going to go back a little bit because mm-hmm. there's some old cryptic notes that we haven't touched in a while. Ooh, I don't think the we've new ones touched. are good, but the new there's ones like are good. the medium ones. Okay. Do you remember coal mine fans and cooling off our past? Oh boy. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Is that related to like the sugar old people uh, thing? In a way. Okay. Was this like part of the, the trilogy of those weird thoughts? Yes. Okay. This is the return of the Jedi. <laughs> of these <laughs> of thoughts. Those, of those thoughts. I'm glad we had some time to sit on those older ones. Yes. Before we could really unpack this one. Yes. Hit me. Okay. 
What do you know about coal mines and coal mine workers from back in the day with coal towns and black lung and canaries and how they built and dug and how they got paid and what they did for lunch and food and after work meals and how they got drinks? How much do you know about that culture? Everything I know about that culture, I've learned from the movies October Sky okay. and Zoolander. <laughs> But mostly October Sky. Okay. Because I think Zoolander was definitely a farce on those types of things. But his dad, they worked in a coal mining, or they lived in a coal town in Virginia, I want to say. Uh, his dad was like a captain or something, some, a foreman, something in the coal mine. Um, and like, it's like the family business. Like, you're going to grow up, you're going to work in the coal mine. That's what you do. Makes good money. Gives you real good cancer. Um, but yeah, not not much more beyond that. There's this YouTube channel I watch about a guy who just bought an old abandoned silver mine town. Okay. Which is uh-uh. kind of similar. And he's been like exploring the mines, but I don't really know much about how it was made and what the day-to-day was. So please enlighten me. But you understand like the, the overalls, the lunch pails, the hard hats with the lights if yeah. they had them at the yeah, time, yeah. right? Like uh, with the pickaxe, the wooden handles, like the calluses sure. yeah, the yeah. Soot and all that, the carts that they're they fill. completely black. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Understandably, that was that. That's a not a fun physical job. Probably not. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mainly because you don't have a lot of conveniences to it. Right. Right. Fuck. They sent canaries to go see if it was safe. Right. Like canaries yeah, what and was coal that? mines. Canaries. Uh, what was it? It would be something along the lines of like gas, carbon monoxide. Yeah, I think it was carbon monoxide, and they would send canary. They would have a canary, and if the canary died. <laughs> That was the warning that you had to get out. Okay. So they would dig, and if they hit like a pocket, I think it was. Yeah. It would be like, oh shit. The bird died before a human would. Yes. So when the bird dies, that means that you're inhaling carbon monoxide. Yeah. So get, get out. out. Get out. That's okay. why canary and coal mine. Canary and it's coal the first, mine. It's the first alert you can get. Got That's it. where that comes from. That's. Whew, you didn't man. know that? I mean, I kind of figured it was. Not, I, I thought like a canaries would like chirp or something to it. No, alert. they literally were like, oh, the canaries but- did. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, it, right. it got poisoned. It died. Hmm. So not great, right? Yeah. You do you remember the Empire Strikes Back of this conversation? I remember sugar connects us to our past or some bullshit like that. Okay. Was that the first one? Was that the New Hope? Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember basically what I was saying about how we are the accumulation of generational trauma and experience experiences of yeah. poor decisions over time that sure. compound yes. and impact us to today? Something yes. as simple as sugar is healthy and how that impacts family line in the yeah. entire culture yeah entire generation how that trickles down yeah and how it persists as we believe it to be the truth of our past because that's what we hold as knowledge right yes so, okay so cool so you're caught up um <laughs> so previously on <laughs> yeah so with that in mind think about this you think of people like the like coal mine workers like mm-hmm. coal miners think about people in all that time frame of like physical trade mm-hmm. and just think about those types of jobs and what they do for coal towns, right? Like this is a town built around this one resource. And you think about how from an infrastructure perspective, how that formed so much in terms of like towns and cities, roads, businesses, populations, yeah. and all that. And then you take a little sliver of the story that we already have about the impact of those decisions and how they happen over time. And I want to think, I want to think about how the thought process of tightening the bootstraps, locking down the the helmets, 
get like putting on the gloves and getting to work and you know just coming home once the job's all done and all this other shit that hard work mentality that hard no bullshit attitude that created and spawned almost an archetype of how we defined uh, a working class man yeah what we defined as what it meant to bring worth when it comes to how we judge it within our society or to our peers you think about that and you think what if they just had fans in the coal mine yeah what if they just had a sliver of convenience what if they just had a mini fridge with ice cold coconut water what if they just had the <laughs> smallest pieces not like a huge thing but just the smallest pieces of things that made that job easier than what it was sure and then think about the effect of what it would have on those people working it and instead of well, no, you got to breathe carbon monoxide and soot and get black lung and you got to just tighten on the boots and you got to just work until your hands bleed. And you got to go home sweaty and tired and wake up at 3 a.m. to get to the mine before the sun rises. You can just do it all over again. That's what you fucking do when you work. Oh, all that. <laughs> I wish that was the note you put. <laughs> all that, all that, all that. Insert porky pig noise. <laughs> but, but imagine if they just had... An industrial size fan. Where would see? Here's the and I have physics and, problems with this. And, but go ahead. <laughs> and imagine how that would have changed their own perception of what they were doing. Yeah. Therefore, re- changing their own the, the the lens on their own amount of work and sacrifice. Yeah. And not to take away from it because this work output's probably the same, but because there's an ability to reduce the suffering of that job what would that effect have been, right? Like, what if you didn't need a canary in a coal mine? What if you had a fucking poison detector? <laughs> what if they had air filters on? What if they yeah. never got fucking black lung? Yeah. Right? Something as simple as that where it doesn't change the job in the sense that the job's not doesn't have to be done anymore, but the job is not to the level of just... Misery. Yes. Yeah. That it was. Because someone told you well okay it's a so i want to engage you in this i've been talking for a while but i have a physics problem with your big fan idea (laughs) why there needs to be airflow so if you were to pump in air from the surface into the mines oh i never said that oh where would the where would the air go well i guess you could if you wanted to but i was thinking more like just circulate within the mine or something. Well, let's say you had a you had like an industrial size thirty two inch fan, like a Dewalt fan. Okay. This episode not sponsored by Dewalt. No, it well, is. Let's say you have a nice big thirty two inch Dewalt industrial fan that you can like line, like people. You have a corridor. Yeah. They're working on the walls going outward. Yeah. You have a you have fans, put in segments, forcing the air out. Okay. Right. So you have people who can cool off in front sure. of a fan while they work. So instead of sweating in the dark with a fucking candle yeah. on a helmet that's lit and fueled by whale blubber and you're <laughs> bleeding with your hands as you inhale nothing but cloudy black smoke yeah and then you sweat until i don't know maybe lunchtime yeah. i don't know whatever you had a fan <laughs> and you were just just that simple <laughs> that simple thing of just this is nice you know when we work out and i have we have the fan on and yeah. it doesn't oh, fix the fact that it's hot but it's better and you and when it gets really hot and when you stand in front of it and you go, huh. Oh. <laughs> that that would keep me going. 
that's my point. But that is but, just a small thing that helps. But then let me the let me just circle it back. In a coal mine, you're almost in a vacuum with one tunnel leading to the surface. Mm-hmm. So there's very little air flow. So the fan isn't going to be pushing much is the problem. If you put mm-hmm. it in a hallway, it's sure, it's going to push some air this way. But at a certain point, the air on that side of the fan is going to be so much more dense. Well, so I it's said, barely going to be pushing you much. have fans staged along the sides. It's not just one fan and then that's it. It's like I think they need to be like placed in a position where it's like circulating the air. Either if like maybe you dig down 200 feet and that's like the mining level. Maybe if you make like a grid, like if there's a square tunnel and then you dig off of that, you could have fans circulating the air around that square. Like you could have it pushing it down this hallway and then taking a 90 degree angle and pushing it down that wall hallway and that hallway. So it's circulating the air back around itself to really get some wind going because that's what's going to feel good. Because if you just stand in front of a, 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 you're like at the end of a hallway or a tunnel and the fan is blown at you, it's barely going to do anything because it's just pushing wind into a bubble of compacted wind air. So it's not going to be pushing much. Okay. So that's my big problem. Okay. So how about this? The situation is whatever optimizes the efficiency (laughs) of a fan. (laughs) Now continue with your point. (laughs) I just really wanted to delay answering your actual question. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. <laughs> My circular fan idea, some LEDs, like yeah. a strip lights of LEDs Ooh, on the ceilings. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, oh How about some God. battery-powered fucking like mining tools yeah. instead, <laughs> right? Yeah, like just what if instead of what it was, which yeah. was literally a job that you signed up to die in, yeah. it was a job that you did that wasn't that was still hard, still demanding, still very profitable, still very, still very productive to the industries at the time and to society at the time, but it wasn't this level of like you need to bleed and die for this in order to do this job. Yeah. And how would that have impacted an entire generation and an entire ideology when it comes to our society? That's very interesting. And I could see how this is the return of the Jedi of your three year your <laughs> trilogy of thoughts. Cause I'm just thinking it's just passed on shit and baggage. Yeah. Of like I oh my gosh. And that episode we talked about like a a big bottle of like muddy, shitty, gross yes. water yeah, that gets, gets filtered, yeah. diluted into the next generation, which is like clear water, but it takes like half the muddy water. So now it's like really murky, nasty water. And then it gets diluted even further. And it's like water that you wouldn't necessarily drink because you could tell it's got like a brown tinge to it. And then into the next one you're like, it looks okay, but there's some shit in there that you probably don't want to drink. And then like it's slowly getting better and better. And like back then in like the late eighteen hundreds, like the gold rush you would make pennies so you could afford to live and then you would die. Like you would be carrying dynamite and it would explode or you would be caught in a cave in or you would just like, you would get like cancer and dysentery and and yeah, all these things. So like you had to do that to survive, even though you're doing it like killing yourself. And then eventually (laughs) it got better and we got machines to do that, but it's still very manual and sweaty and there's not a lot of those things, but it gets better and it gets better and then it gets better. Now we can have a fucking drone do it and you, you sit behind the control panel, make sure it doesn't break and you can like play Hearthstone while you're doing it. So it's like things are getting better and there's so much more of those conveniences, but there's so many of those people still alive or like, it has to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I had it terrible, and that's the right way to do it, because exactly. that's the way my granddaddy taught me. Yep. He had it even worse than me. Yep. 
Yeah. And it's, it's just that. It's, it's it doesn't have to be terrible because you had a terrible is the whole thing. It's like I had to work five jobs to pay my way through college. And it's like, well, I don't. So <laughs> you shouldn't have to. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah it, that doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean it's good. Yes. Yeah. And that's it's just a thought. It was really just a thought. It was really <laughs> We're just definitely in agreement. <laughs> yeah, it was just a thought though of like the 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 depth of impact of it yeah of what it could do for so much i feel like it would have skipped the chapter it would have skipped multiple chapters for us when it comes to our development as 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 people yeah as a society and as a culture yeah it's like just imagine empathy that far that long ago yeah right i don't know but that's where that came from Imagine empathy that long ago. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was in a very different way. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Nuts. Cool. Insane. Yes, 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 yes. That's a very interesting uh, thought. You're welcome. Activity. Um, we still have some old ones, but I'm really intrigued about these new ones. Um, mm. The one that I saw you write <clears throat> is Cold Bass College and Adult Quiet or Cold Bass College and Adult Quiet? bass bass okay like the fish mm-hmm. yes say it again cold bass college and adult quiet yes you know that classic english <laughs> sentence <laughs> oh man cold bass college and yep. adult quiet yes am i like saying that right like you am are. i inflecting the right way you are okay <clears throat> You are getting poised to talk about this brain diarrhea. <laughs> How often? Okay, well, let me ask you this. How often do you do things alone? Ooh, um, I, this is going to sound weird. Not as often as I like. Okay. I really enjoy alone time. But you do a lot of things with people. I do a lot of things with my girlfriend. And I do a lot of things, yeah, in, in small groups of people. Or like when I play video games, it's usually social. Or when I go out to do something, it's usually with people. Or yeah, there's just there's mm-hmm. people around all the time. So I don't know the last time I've done this. Now I want to say it's it's I haven't done this since last time I did this was before 2015. Okay, at least. Okay, at least. Yeah. <sighs> I remember when I used to work in the food and beverage industry. Yeah. Um, leaving and going to a bar after my shift to have a pint. And it was simple of just having a pint and then heading home. A part of it was because pints are tasty. Yeah. And uh, it was it was refreshing because it's ice cold, right? Yeah. It's nice and cold. Also, the real reason was it was because I was waiting for my other friends to end their shifts. Mm. So if we played video games that night, I was killing time. So something that I... Bass was actually never my drink. Oh, okay. Mine was always Guinness. Cold Bass College. Okay. Mine was always Guinness. I don't think I've ever had a Bass. My dad used to be into those. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just it's it's more bitter than I think I prefer my my beer. But it's like I'm a big Guinness guy. So I would always get a, a, a pint of Guinness. But Bass is also refreshing. So are Bex. Like, it's all good. Heineken's. Um, anyways. Ooh, Boddington's. Old Speckled Hens. 
Ooh, an old anyway, speckled anyway. hen. Ooh, an old speckled <laughs> hen. Oh, for those of you listening who've never had an old speckled hen, have a nice, cold, old speckled hen. <sighs> draft. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. Hard to find in the States yeah. on draft. But if you can, ooh, very nice. Very refreshing. Anyways, <gasps> Newcastle. When's the last time you had a Newcastle? Never in my life. You never had a Newcastle? Sorry. I'm not a big beer guy. Ooh, Newcastle. Ooh, okay, cool. Anyways, so I'm not a big bass guy. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> something about this something about those moments that i remember a lot were most of the times because i went to the bar by myself there was nobody there there were two spots in my hometown i'm not going to say the hometown i'm not going to say the bars but there are two bars that i would go to either to wait for somebody to meet me there or just to kill time before i head home Mm -hmm. and being there at the bar by yourself and asking for your pint Mm. getting your beer and then having this nice tall glass this cold glass of cold beer and then sipping on it and then drinking and finishing it and having that experience of alone in a crowd sometimes it was an empty bar but most of the time it was like somewhat packed and people were talking all over and you were able to just be be by yourself and enjoy it was just you and a drink and maybe tvs if they were on if you cared about what was on the tvs yeah but you could in in this moment you were almost you were a part of the room without participating in the room. You were alone with people. Yeah. yeah. And you were in the scenery and able to enjoy and have a moment, a private moment in the open of just you of just this drink and you. And then you can finish it. And there's this weird piece of having that. Yes. And I, for some reason, totally forgot that A, I used to do this. <laughs> and B, I've experienced this multiple times. Because C I didn't remember this until I was watching an old Anthony Bourdain travel channel show. Yeah. Where he talks about bars. Yeah. It's like one of the topics is bars. And he walks into a dive in New York City, sits down, and he gets a bass. Yeah. Oh, damn. And I the second he did that, and it was like the skinny dive, not the one that opens up in a big room. Just the hallway just with the a hallway bar stuck in it. skinny dive. Yeah. And he sat down in, in a flashback, like, <laughs> like it all hit me of that, <laughs> of that feeling, of that experience. Yeah. And I craved the fuck out of it. Like just. <laughs> it's good. It's sh- some good shit. Just so, I was just like, I haven't had that moment go seek it out you told me what your weekend plans are you have friday saturday sunday monday with not a whole lot of plans for you maybe you could go do it just go hit up a dive Uh, i have had a very similar experience i love what you're talking about by the way it is an absolute vibe okay and it is like a very i I think it's a very shared experience that even people who haven't experienced it know what we're talking about because you get a very similar thing by bringing a laptop to a Starbucks. I don't get that. Really? Well, every time I bought a laptop to Starbucks, not good reasons. <laughs> okay. It's because, well, up until my most recent job, my jobs have been putting out fires. Yeah. So laptops working isn't a relaxing thing. Well, so. yeah, I've done it not for work. <laughs> what What did you bring it to watch Netflix? No, well, uh, honestly, probably, yeah. But... um. <laughs> I've done it to like research something like, oh, I want to, uh, I'm planning this trip. 
So I need to do a bunch of research, looking at videos and reading blogs about what I should do and when sh- what I shouldn't do in Dublin or something like that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm, I, I could use a coffee. Let me just pack up the computer and bring it to Starbucks, grab a table, grab a drink and just sip, pop in the AirPods, sit there for a while. Obviously, this is way back. I had like a white plastic MacBook, so I had, did not have oh, AirPods. white plastic MacBook. So 20, 2006. Well, it was, it was, I got it when I graduated in 2010, but, um, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, the, the Starbucks in my hometown that I grew up in had like a very like open, big glass walls, very, lots of natural light and things like that. Like some benches and some comfy chairs and little tables. Okay. Uh, so that was, that was definitely mood, but the bar thing, I've never quite experienced that going to a bar alone. Um, but I have gone to a dive bar with one person, uh, multiple times. There's a specific dive bar that like every time I go to Toronto, I have to go to the communist daughter, uh, because it is just, my cousin took me there once. They're like, Oh, there's a bar up here. Do you want to grab a drink? I'm like, yeah, sure. And we walked in and it's just like a dude who looks like he's the lead singer of, um, what's that band? Some 41 Wilco. He looks okay. like the lead singer of Wilco, just like okay. an old dude with like salt and pepper hair. And he's like, hey, welcome, man. Uh, he's like, what can I get you? And we got some fucking whatever. Um, I probably got like a PBR or something. But um, and then like there's just like the, a few seats at the bar and it's like a skinny, skinny dive. It's a whole and then there's yeah, like, yeah, dive. there's like a couch in the back, like on the back wall next to the bathroom. Um, and then there's like two little coffee tables with like two kind of comfy mm-hmm. chairs that were like he found at like a yard sale type chairs <laughs> just fucking put whatever so people yeah. can sit their asses in this place and like people were sitting on the windowsill uh, on the inside and outside of the bar um and it was just it was such a vibe and then i've gone back to toronto twice uh once with my cousin once with my ex and both times i was like hey we're going to communist daughter and we just like chatted for a while so it wasn't quite that like alone experience that you're talking about but i get that from like the starbucks side of it and then like the just yeah that environment the dive bar thing of just like there's something and i think this is why people who come home and want to have a drink or Mm. people who finish yard work and want to have a drink there's something, especially from food and beverage, where you are literally running and picking shit up and, like, you, you're sweating through your clothes. Yeah. There's something about getting out of that, and then it's a calm after the storm of quiet and peace with a cold drink. Cold. Cold, alcoholic beverage. It's like a cold beer or something like that hits. It, like, nourishes your body. Yeah, that's like I was about to say it's that moment. And I remember I would do this. I would have a sip, put it down and then like, yes, like X, like (laughs) it was like a survival feeling of like I survived my shift. I got through my shift. Yes, I know exactly that. And it's like that feeling specifically. And then as you exhale, it's like these like these meditative breaths. Yeah, you're just like calming down of just like it's over. I'm relaxing. I'm having a drink. Yeah. I'm good. Like that feeling, that feeling. I haven't had that feeling in a long, long time. Do you need to be alone to have that feeling for me? Yeah. 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 For me, the, the closest thing to that was, uh, back in my GameStop days when a bunch of us would work a really long shift at GameStop together or not even a really long shift. We just liked hanging out. There was a Buffalo Wild Wings really close to our GameStop. So we would go to the Buffalo Wild Wings. We would Mm -hmm. order our food. We would order our drinks. 
Um, I would get an angry orchard on draft. 24 or 32? Tall. Okay. So I was going to say, they, I know that, that BB Dubs has, or uh, B Dubs has huge drinks. Yes. <laughs> and I would usually do like two or three of them when we would go. Oh my gosh. And that first one, just like, like w- wide open mouth drinking, like not like the sipping, like pursed lips, but I was pouring yeah. it into my open gullet and just like, put it down and like, <sighs> yeah <laughs> it's so good after getting yelled at for having to yep. abide by gamestop's shitty policies by like like college age kids with a monster sweatshirt on <laughs> it's like a routine of of it's a routine that signifies like the page has been turned yes right the the book has been closed like it's, done. it's like you're in PJs now. It's like that <laughs> yeah. feeling, right? It's a little bit like that feeling. Yeah. No, I mean, you. so you said you never gone to a bar alone. You never gone to a bar just to have a drink and talk to the bartender? No. Okay. That sounds like a, an introvert's nightmare. Okay. Well, <laughs> I used to do that. I used to go to a bar, have a drink, try to chat with the bartender for maybe one or two, and then I would head out. Yeah. Um. So, like, if I would meet a friend and I got there early, like, I'm, like, ahead of schedule. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to stop by the bar. Yeah. Have a drink chat with the bartender is it always as busy like just talking shit and then uh what do you recommend you know like whatever. yeah and then just, <laughs> just see where the conversation goes yeah just shooting the shit yeah um yeah and then would you ever talk to like just other patrons just talk to a stranger i will bar? tell you a story off air <laughs> of how far that co- that kind of thing has gone i will not talk about it on air all right <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I may not say it in this house. I, I may say it in a different house. I had like two ideas of where it could go. Now I have one idea of where it could go. Yes. To answer your question. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I used to do that a lot, actually. Got it. Got um, it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I had two friends who purposely, well, not purposely, but two friends who were very shy and introverted that wouldn't talk. Yeah. So if one of them was with me, I would, as you've seen after like I blacked out together with you for the first time in a long time. Um, I get very talkative. Yeah. And I would happily talk them into conversations yeah. that they were uncomfortable in. You would forcibly wingman them. <laughs> I would I would be wingmanning them without them knowing that I was wingmanning them. And then all of a sudden I was like Maverick, like just like getting out of the way. Like just full air brakes. Full air brake, just pull back and just let them take point. Leave the conversation, leave the area. Yep, just straight up just and just pull back and just What the fuck was that? Yeah. Just let them go. And it was like and it was so they never yelled at me about it. Cause I think it worked each time. But I'll just be like talking and I'm like, oh, wait, did you did you meet my friend? It's like, oh, no, no. Who's this? I'm like, oh, this is hey, hey, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they, he would be like, incredible. Uh, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, hi, blah, blah, blah. Like, so where, like, tell me about yourself. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her. Tell her, tell her. Like, like, just like. <laughs> and then whoop. <laughs> um, I would never fully eject. Yeah. But there were two times I did. Two times I full on, like literally physically ejected. Yeah. One time it was. <laughs> I still remember this. It was actually pretty recent. It was it was like I think five years ago, six years ago. <laughs> at the bar, person is standing at the bar. My person, my my friend is next to that person, like wanting to say something maybe, yeah. but like not really knowing. She's so just sitting there, just drinking, and like not doing much. And I remember I, I I went up, and I like introduced myself in a way. I was like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I just need to get a drink. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. I'm like, oh hey, what are you drinking? Like, oh, I'm drinking this. Like just. You know, yeah. 
alcohol is flowing just start chatting you know yeah. it's easy uh so i'll just be like somebody drink oh is, is it good yeah it's not bad not bad okay cool let me go for it <laughs> it's like then there was like a, a chair in front of me that i'm leaning on with person a on the right and my friend on the left and nobody's taking the chair I was like, oh, wait, oh, I'm sorry, Did uh, was my friend taking the chair from me? Are you sitting here? And that person's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, wait, did you did you know, blah, blah, blah? I'm like, no, who? And then I just backed up, and I just, like, literally, <laughs> as, my, as my friend started talking. That's my cue. Like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm blah, blah, blah. And they just... <laughs> did it work? Was yes. there much, much success there? Yeah, they ended up, like, chatting all night. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was just That's like, dream. Well, yeah, it's fine. Like, You're a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> I tried. Um, that's incredible. Yes. Uh, that's that's a mood. I hope you get to experience that sometime soon. What? The, uh, oh, the oh, that, cold bath college and adult quiet. If I find a place that pours a proper pint, then I'll give it a shot. Okay. As you can tell, as you know by my area, there's not much. You know what my so, spot was? Uh, you know. And this isn't a town that either of us live near, but uh, the main pub. Oh, yeah. I know that. <sighs> that was my jam. That's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Walking in there. You can spend time bar. to yourself. Yeah. Having a drink, That's maybe a really getting some place. snacks. Yeah. Sitting in a booth, maybe if you like really want some alone time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> just sitting there pondering about Vibe. shit. Yeah. 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 Maybe get some like chips yeah. or like uh, fried pickles or something. Yeah. Something to just munch on. Oh, man. Ah, um, like, it's, it, like, it's satiating me, just the conversation about how good that feeling is. You know what's funny? It's a different feeling than like that night that we went out for fancy steaks. Oh, it's completely different. Which was very rewarding. That was indulgent. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. This is like, like you're like, like giving yourself a hug. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You're yes. like, I needed this yes, while yes. it's happening. Yes, I needed this. I it's needed like this a breath myself. of fresh air. It's like yeah. you could stop. Like the world freezes. Oh, it's so good. No. Um, the next one, I have an idea of what this means, but I'm almost definitely wrong. You said Coke hit Prince yell. Coke hit like cocaine or Coca-Cola. It's spelled like Coke cane. Coke cane. <laughs> you know, the cane version of Coke. Um, it's, it's spelled like Coca-Cola. Coke hit Prince yell. Yeah. Prince is lowercase, but I'm assuming you meaning the singer. Yes. And I'm assuming what this means is when you take a sip of Coca-Cola that is so good that you do the yell from Prince's 1999 song, Kiss, which is, uh, <laughs> is that what it is? Or is it like a, whoo, like a, like an MJ type of Prince yell when the, when the Coca-Cola hits so good? You think I'm a so Coca-Cola good? guy? Not anymore. <laughs> okay. I think... <laughs> If I were to write this, it would mean that I just took out my phone after having such a perfect sip of Coca-Cola that is on par with that first sip of beer at bar alone time. Uh, that is like, with beer, it's like, but with Coke, it's like, mm. <laughs> so I could see a Prince yell coming from it, but I'm assuming that's not what it means. So please tell us. No, no. We were talking just recently in the garage. Yes. Uh, about cocaine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we were right. What? <laughs> and we were talking about how you enjoy the most nothing more than a proper bump, right? As. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about how you did spin class. Okay. <laughs> yes, we were. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, as you know, I, I do spin every week as well, right, on Apple yep. Fitness. Yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And we were talking about trainers, right? Yeah. 
Do you see where I'm going with this? Tyrell, no? Kim, yep. yep. Uh, K- Kyle is one of them. Greg with two G's, Kim with an I, Kim with a Y, and the other ones. Yes, yes those are the okay, trainers okay. from Apple Fitness Plus. Yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> there was one I just did of Prince. It was a Prince uh, spin class. Okay. It was about Prince. And there's something... I spent like a week or two of not doing a spin class. And then I went. I got back into it because... Oh, yeah. I had COVID. If you yeah. were skipping around episodes and didn't hear <laughs> our updates, I had COVID. Uh, no, it was not okay. Uh, and I got back into it. And I'm taking the class. And there's something that I... I I understand they have to do. Yeah. You have to do it. You have to do it. I understand yeah. it's a part of what you're doing, so yeah. you have to do it. There's a part usually around the midpoint to the second half of the ride okay. in a spin class. Yes. Where they smile so hard. The instructors, <laughs> they smile and laugh and they <laughs> nod so hard and they yell sometimes of excitement about stuff like, I get it. I totally get it. I'm a motivational guy working out too. Like you've heard me. I yeah, say yeah. some shit. I get yeah, it. It's annoying as fuck. But there's something that they do that for some reason, because I took some time off and I had, I got perspective and then I went back into it. I was just, I was just thinking this is absolutely ridiculous and it's making me want to roll my eyes, but I understand why you're doing it. It's that moment in the spin class where they go, okay, we're on Hill 3. It's the hardest part, but we're here together, and we're going to enjoy as we kick it up to a high, hard intensity with speed or resistance. And they keep <laughs> smiling, and it's they say it with all smiles. And then like, the corners of their lips start ripping. <laughs> like There's this weird level, and I, that's why I put this down, because that's the thought that went through my head. This they just is, did a bump of coke. Yeah, it's like they just, they're like, woo! Like, like, we're about to go to the hardest intensity possible. Yeah. Like, but we're here together as a team. That's like, fitness instructors. There's this, it's this weird personality that they all have, though. Oh, yeah. There's nothing unique about that style of communication because they all do it. They all do their own flares. Like, come with the Y's, like, it's three in the morning. You're tired. You just snorted out a roll. You're ready to go <laughs> as they come out with the encore. And it's like, that's her style of doing it. I remember that exact class that you're talking about. <laughs> but it's that, like, your little brother's there, and you're like, what the fuck yes, are you doing yes. here? Yes. You're not supposed to this be here. This is one of the first ones we did. You right? little shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like verbatim what she says in the Apple-funded yes, fitness yes, class. There's, there's this... I understand they have to be energetic, they have to be happy, they have to be encouraging, but it's this weird, like this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that type of energy that I'm, I'm sensing, Yeah, which I'm not mad at, I'm glad that they're, that they're energizing and trying to motivate me, but a part of it's like, okay, and the funny thing is, and this is why I put in Prince, because this was a Prince class, they were doing it to Prince. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much of a fan you are of Prince. Middle. Okay. So you know probably some of the hits. Like yeah. Kiss and all this other stuff, yeah. right? There's a good amount of his songs that aren't that intense. Yeah. That are just like synth, funky. And it's like, oh, baby! 
Jimmy. <laughs> like, yeah. We know this song, don't we? Like, and all the other people are like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay, yeah. yeah. We're about to hit hill number three. Like, like this. <laughs> and it's like this. He sounded like Smeagol just then. <laughs> Smeagol would be a lit <laughs> fitness instructor. <laughs> I'm just trying to do some like high pitch energetic. Number person. three. <laughs> Smeagol is free! <laughs> but, like, the amount of energy, it makes sense. And, like, I usually t- I usually take pure dance classes because I like the EDM. Sure, yeah. And the energy matches their enthusiasm. Yes. But when you're hearing, like, <laughs> when you're hearing, like, like, bongo drums and, like, synth, yeah, like, a like synth in rhythm. In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Like coming out and that energy's there. It's so forced and yeah. obvious. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's weird. And it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, I, yeah. the class that I did recently, the, all of the like all out intervals where you're supposed to like stand up, increase your resistance as much as you can and literally go as fast as you can. Don't worry about going to the rhythm. They kept doing at the end of songs and a lot of Queen songs fade out or have like very slow endings and some of them are live. So like the song would properly end and it was just last 15 seconds of it was just the crowd applauding. And he's like, yes, come on, 15 more seconds. I'm like... Another one bites the dust just ended. Yeah. Why do you expect me to still be trying my best? Like it's yeah, it's really odd. They, there's like a I think you and I like get a lot out of the music of it, which I do a lot of the pure dance ones too. Uh or like I specifically look at the playlist for each one before I click on it cuz I was like, oh. no, these songs aren't going to get me going enough. Okay. Um and that's why like my favorite one that I did wasn't even a Apple Fitness one. It was just I played the Daft Punk live concert <laughs> and just went really hard to the rhythm of that and like made my own class. Yeah. Um because it's like the music that does it more than the coaching um yeah, some of their some of their song choices just aren't good. I think they're trying to appeal to a wide audience of like we have song types for everybody. It's not just EDM. Yeah, I also think that like <clears throat> I'm going off of the the burn bar, the the burn meter, and I'm not gonna I'm not bragging when I say this because I think it's <laughs> fake news. You're always ahead of the pack. I'm always ahead of the pack by yeah. like eighty to hundred calories. Yeah, and I'm just like that's a large margin, <laughs> and it's like and I'm trying. And I'm like I I'm in shape yeah and I'm trying but like I shouldn't be smashing by that much yeah like there's a lot of fit people out there yeah like I'm I know you think I'm in really good shape but if you put me in a in like a commercial gym I'm average yeah to the majority of people that go to a gym yeah I like, think some of that is uh, a little embellished that's that what I'm thinking and so I'm for those who don't know there's like this little how well you're doing at this part in the yeah. workout compared to the average of how well other people are doing and it's always if not or it's it's most of the time if not always you're so far ahead of everybody else you are leading the pack which uh, i have slowed down sometimes and it's like oh you're middle of the pack i've gotten that too I've gotten so that it's too. like okay well like it knows when i slow down or something like that but I, I don't think it's like like i'm doing what they're telling me to do like i'm not doing anything special right now i'm always they're yeah. telling me to stand up and i'm standing up they're telling me to increase the resistance until it feels like you're biking through caramel and i'm like man maybe not caramel maybe like pudding but like <laughs> And it's still like, oh my god, you're doing so good. You're ahead of the pack. Yeah. Everybody wishes they were as good as you right now. 
It's like, cool. Thanks, Apple. Thanks. Yeah. You can turn that off, by the way, if you don't like it. I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Point goes to Apple. I like it. I won't lie. When I, get, I know exactly what it's doing, but it works. <laughs> when I, when I, well, here's the thing. I never, I never not finish ahead of the pack. Yeah. It's always every single time. My goal is always to beat the next person by 100 calories. Damn. The next person? I, so like, I've never seen like a calorie It'll be like count. you at the end in the summary, and then it'll be like the person that you beat before you had these many calories. Oh, wow. So you beat that person. And I'm not just like, I didn't even burn 500. There's no way. I yeah. know there's people who burn more than this. Me. <laughs> yeah, you. So like, I know that's not true. So interesting. I don't know if they do it off of the biometrics of like my weight class. I, no I mean, idea. definitely. I burn more calories doing everything than anybody I know. <laughs> Because I'm a bucket of lard that somehow can get up on a bike, so so I, it has to be that. But like, I when I get off and I and I beat the fuck out of the next person, I'm like, that's fucking right. <laughs> You're so intense. You all can the time. you can ask you can ask my girlfriend. I've she's been there on the couch just like eating dinner, and I finish the course and I get off, and it's like I beat that person by like a hundred calories. I'm like, oh. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you, both of you have also told me that you, sometimes you just like yell. <laughs> like one of the, the, you could tell the last song is kind of wrapping up and you're not at 500, but you're close. You're at like 480 or something. You're just, ah! <laughs> and he's like, okay, now we're going to rest. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I want 500. You're like racing like a moose is chasing yes. you. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, you know what I think? What is, I, I think of. If I don't achieve this, if I died, like, like if I need to achieve this, that's to survive, healthy. That's healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I've only hit 500 three times. I've taken pictures of it each time. So you've died like <laughs> 200 times. <laughs> it's been, yeah, those are definitely brutal. But anyways, anyways, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please? Oh, I'm sorry. You have some. Oh, you're no. it's open and ready to go. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I just have it open over there. How okay. much time do you have left? What are we rocking? We have plenty. No, I no. You tell me. I can't see. We're at 30 minutes. No, we're not. I think we're at 53. You can believe me or not believe me. I choose not to believe you. <laughs> we could talk about one more small topic. I don't think we have time to talk about something ultra nerdy. But what do you what do you got? So we can't talk about Miss Marvel? I don't think we're ready to yet. Can we just quickly summarize our thoughts? It's great. Yes. It's incredible. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love the way it's shot. It's so I, fun. It feels so authentic. Like it's not trying to appeal to me. And no, I, I appreciate that. It feels like a kid show. Yeah. But done very maturely. Yeah. Like a, a young teenager show for Pakistani girls. And I'm like all about it. <laughs> I really like the fact that I'm seeing a different family dynamic that I don't know about. Yep. And like there's so many things where like they don't bother explaining it. Like nope. this is how we're doing this thing. Like people who know what we're doing will get what we're doing here and i'm like cool that's, that's great fine i love that <laughs> yeah i think it's really neat uh it's so refreshing it's it's re that i think that's what it is it's so refreshing because it's different yeah and i don't need it to be tailored to what it always has been yes it feels like and this is gonna sound really reductive and just completely tone deaf but it feels like when we got guardians of the galaxy after phase one of marvel which was just a bunch of superhero movies uh, culminating into a bigger superhero movie and then we got Iron Man 3 and then we got Thor 2 and we're like okay 10 more years of superhero movies and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy we're like holy shit <laughs> it could be different yes um, and 
James Gunn whole James Gunn's whole thing was he thought that the MCU, and he, I think he's correct, mm-hmm. is a setting, not a genre. Where like superhero movies is a genre of movies, but the MCU is a setting where you can have all sorts of genres yeah. of things. And I think they've really embraced that with Phase Four finally. Um, like we got Thor Ragnarok, which is totally its own thing. Uh, the Guardians movies are definitely their own thing. Um, but then we got like Loki, which is like a mystery, like time cop type of thing. We got Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is a little bit more traditional. We got WandaVision, which holy shit was not a traditional MCU thing. Um, and then we've gotten things like that. We got Black Widow, which like stood out so much as feeling so boring because it's like, hello, are we back in phase one? What is going on? It needed to be like phase one, phase two. Yeah. It needed to be back then. Yeah. It needed to be when it fucking took place. Yeah. Because it was before Civil War yes. or something. Yeah. They needed to not have sat on it for as as long as they did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then uh, what came out? And then um, b- 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 the moon, moon Knight. Um, that felt super refreshing. That was like a national treasure movie, like globe trotting treasure hunting type of deal. It's definitely still some superhero things, but also like touched on like the mental health things and stuff like that. So that was super traditional or um, original. And then this is just like crazy graphics up on the screen. And like, she imagined these things and drawings and it's so fresh and it's like, takes place at a high school and not like a Spider-Man way where it takes place at a high school where it's like all goofy. And, uh, but like even like the guidance counselor in this, like the guy who can only speak in movie quotes, essentially, uh, like I was like, that's a real, like, I feel like I would know him. Like I didn't have him in my, in my high school or someone really like him, but like Mm -hmm. I could see going to a high school and he's your kind of weird, kind of cool guidance counselor. Uh, and so many things and the parents feel so authentic. Ah, it's, it's just, it, it just feels good. It's just, yeah, that's, that's a good summary. I, I, I love the, I love the colors of the way it's shot. Yes. Um, and I like how they're not making it in a sense of, they're not, like you said, they're not trying to sell it as she's this perfect hero. Yeah. She saves the day. Yeah. No, she fucks up. She's a kid. Yeah. Like that's what happens. Yeah. And she like doesn't have a mentor yet. Um, yeah, yeah, it's... and I, I think I also like the fact that ha- that she has her own like Peter Parker sidekick. Yes, the guy and... in the chair. What? The guy in the chair. In the chair. That's like the term that Ned uses in oh, Spider Man. Oh, oh, yeah. The yeah, guy yeah. behind the scenes who's helping out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I found out I didn't know that he actually auditioned for Spider Man. In episode three, I was watching him and I was like, this dude could be Peter Parker. Yeah, he could be a Peter Parker. The way he was talking about the technology <laughs> yeah. and like all that stuff, I was like, he he could pull this off. Totally could have pulled it off. Yeah. Very similar, like Tom Holland kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think he's good in this role. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad he still got into the MCU. Yeah, he, I'm glad they kept him on, on yeah. file. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if we think Tom Holland's better, he, he does backflips, but you... <laughs> There's something about you that we could use at some point. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. gotta know when. Yeah, but you're gonna. Fit we in. could use another nerdy high school kid. Yeah, you could fit <laughs> in somewhere. And yeah, I think and he's doing great. Yeah, I think he's him. doing pretty good. So, I like that a lot. Um, um, episode three, episode four, the story is definitely getting pretty marvelly, or it's like ancient, otherworldly, blah blah blah. And there's this big backstory and yeah. yada yada. So it's like, okay, here we go. Now it's now it's Marvel. But it still has like it was such an adrenaline shot of like something new. Um 
where like I was ready to just kind of like I'll watch this whenever. But I watched episode one and I was like, holy shit, this is really fun. That was I, what I, I I'm thought excited too. for episode yep. two. Yep. I was like, whatever. <laughs> watch episode one. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Second episode I watched, I went. That was so well done. That looks so nice. Yeah. Episode three. Just like, this is good. Okay. okay. Is, I like this. I think this is a good TV this show. This is nice. Yeah. Do we know how many, many episodes it is? I was about to ask you that question. <laughs> I, I think it's six and four are out. So I think we have two more. But I haven't seen the feels, fourth episode. Feels quick. Okay. Neither have I actually. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. 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 So four episodes are out. Yeah. Uh, we've each seen three. We've each this seen like three. like our halfway mark. And it's sped up a lot yeah they are covering a lot of ground yeah but these are also not short these are yeah. like 45 minutes a piece yeah the, yeah they're beefy uh episode three particularly felt kind of long they covered a lot of ground mm-hmm. in episode yeah, three they a lot was was taken care of so yeah. i think they're doing a lot of heavy lifting with it and i like that a lot i think it's i think it's good um yeah. i'm excited to see where it goes after miss marvel thor is right? thor uh thor's july thor it comes out before miss marvel is over i think no well thor is end of july no i have tickets for july 11th <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i think it's wait hold on no it, i if this is six episodes it will end and then the next day thor comes out and then <laughs> A week or two after that, She-Hulk comes out. And She-Hulk is long. She-Hulk is like 12 or 16 episodes or something like that. It's also all done by the Pickle Rick, right? The, yeah, the, the lead writer of the Pickle Rick the episode Pickle Rick, or the director the is episode. like the showrunner of yeah. this. So Wonder, that could be interesting. It could be very interesting. I'm, hmm. 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 I think this weekend, because yes. I, got, I, got, I saw uh, an ad for it, I might take my girlfriend to see Top Gun. Ooh, yeah. Because that would feel good. It would feel good to see. And hey, it's a very good movie. So that's well, I mean, I meant it would feel good to see it again. Not so much. I don't think she cares for it. I think she will. You think so? (laughs) I can't think of a person who wouldn't enjoy this movie. It's just a very well done, good movie that I would honestly recommend to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I went with me, my dad, my sister's boyfriend. Kind of similar guys. Right, right, right. Uh, me and my dad have very similar taste in movies. We love the big budget sci-fi movies. We go to see all the Star Warses and the Mission Impossibles and things like that. So, like, I knew he would like it. My mom loved it. My girlfriend loved it. Uh, my girlfriend likes, like, Marvel and Harry Potter and things like that. She loved um, it? Loved it. My sister, who likes inspirational, heartwarming, and then, like, rom-com movies and things like that, loved it. And uh, my sister's boyfriend, who's just a huge sports nut, loved, loved it. it. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. his favorite movies are like Remember the Titans and stuff like that. I think like it's that. crazy that it's still in theaters. Yeah, because it's just, it's selling so well. Didn't it hit like a billion yes. or something? Yeah. It's the second movie or third movie ever to hit a billion post COVID after Spider Man and maybe one other. Um, but it, it's also, I think the weekend after it came out, it went up in sales. Which is like so rare to see because it's so many people went out. to see it yeah. and they're like, L- everybody listen the fuck up. <laughs> you need to go see this movie. Yeah. That yeah. explains the word of mouth part of it. Yeah. Um, and like the reviews, people be like, hey, I wonder what's new on Fandango. What, 97? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I thought it would be like a 70. 
a nostalgic <laughs> a bomb. 70 max. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's like a once in a decade. But that's action. Here's movie. the thing. How often do I go to see a movie twice? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know that I'd never do that. Yeah. So And the movies that I go to see, I know I am going to like and so I very often see them twice. <laughs> once yeah. once usually as early as I can and then once with you. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm going to have to see Thor. Yeah. At some point. I'm seeing Thor in a theater that so far looks fairly densely packed. Uh, I'm going with me, my girlfriend, and uh, a few friends from work. Like, you don't care, though. Yeah. Like... I hope the experience isn't bad. But I... Uh, like... It's usually more good than it is bad. There are a few I, exceptions. Mm. The movie can carry it a lot. So, like, if I see a movie that's, like, meh, and then there's, like, assholes in the theater, it ruins that experience. But if I see a movie that's incredible and there's assholes in the experience, I walk away thinking that was a great movie. And then someone will be, like, oh, those people. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, those people. Or, like, I'll talk to you and you'll be, like, are there any assholes? I'm, like, oh, yeah, there are some assholes. Let me tell you about them. They're so terrible. But then, like, my experience is that was a great movie. I can't get past. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shut it down. So, like, when you saw Eternals. Which was a meh at best movie. <laughs> and you had assholes. <laughs> it was a terrible experience it for was you. horrible. Yeah. It just reaffirmed my belief of like, you have to see it. I saw Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore, which is the third Fantastic Beasts movie that they shouldn't have made one of. And there were there was an like a mean asshole to the left of us who was constantly scrolling through his phone full brightness, not on dark mode. Um... And I like reached and he was like leaning over towards us. So he didn't bother his family with his phone screen. And I like snapped at him. I was like, Hey, put your phone away. And he like shrugged me off. He's like, Ugh. and then he started scrolling again. And I just like, I just you kept snapping. That? I was like, put your phone away. And then I like yelled at him. And he's like, Bleh. and he like put it away. Uh, and Is then like, kid? no, he's like a big middle-aged dude. He was there with his big middle-aged wife and his big son and his big daughter. <laughs> Just miserable in his life, just yeah. trying to find solace from his phone. He also started choking to death on popcorn, like uh, during the previews. So he was like, <laughs> during like the first ten minutes of the movie, and I was like, Jesus Christ! And then he slowly started to calm down, and then he got bored and took out Facebook. Uh, and oh. then, oh, and then towards the end of the movie, he started snoring. He fell asleep and started snoring in the theater. So I was like, hey, and then someone like elbowed him. Why the fuck are you out? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was pretty egregious. It like, was like the most aggressively asshole person. I want to know the reason of why you're out. Yeah. because they. If has, you didn't want to be there, drop them off and then go like be sad in your car. No. And make reflections that you regret about your life decisions by yourself for two and a half hours. <laughs> go have go have a beer alone in a bar. That's what you should <laughs> just fucking re, do. Reinvest. And like, just be yeah. sad about what you where you're at in life. Just do that. Don't fucking come and ruin it for everybody else. He not even a consideration, this guy. That's no, what I'm saying. No social cues. Doesn't know that what he's doing is wrong. Thinks uh, he knows that what he's doing, people think it's wrong. Because they're annoying. Uh, and, yeah. Just, like, the, the, he was hacking up a lung for, like, ten minutes during the previews and the beginning of the movie. Just go into the hallway. Like, excuse yourself. Cover, like, do the vampire thing in, like, the muffled soundproof hallway of the theater. 
Nope. <laughs> Is it bad that I, 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 I you know, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say the thought. Then the answer is yes. yes. It is bad if you're censoring yourself before you even say it. I'm not going to say it. It's bad. But those experiences are things I cannot handle. So I feel like at this point, mm. you and I have a synergy of when to see the movies when it dies down enough. We have a good rhythm. Right? Yeah. It's usually what, like third th- weekend? Three, four weeks. Where yeah. It's like... Just as it's dying down, right as they start talking on, at the top level, like, should we, like, switch it out of the IMAX side? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right as that those talks begin, yep. we go. Yeah. And, like, an early showing, if possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and purposely pick seats that are as far away from other people as possible without being bad seats. Like, we almost had a bad... I was worried about Maverick, by the way, to your right. Yeah. Like... Oh, I think this is how the seat works. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Wow, these go way back. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Yeah, they do, lady. <laughs> that so, movie looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, either this movie's going to give her like a heart attack or she's going to like go in shock the second, like, like the, with the action scenes of just like getting like blown back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just funny. <laughs> The the begin there are a couple funny parts in the bang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you uh, did you catch when her flip flop fell off? She was reclined, so her big piggies were hanging in the air. And at some point, she was just fiddling with her toes, I guess, because her flip flop just shot off of her foot no. uh, while she was watching a movie. And she oh, I heard it. <laughs> And I was like, Jesus, just leave the flip flop. Fucking I'd rather just be barefoot. <laughs> you just be barefoot. Yeah. Like I hate people. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> I don't understand the what is the thought process in those moments? None. For those people. None. Like I don't understand the None thought, thought process. process. How There's are you nothing. getting through life? Head empty. No things. <laughs> Only eat popcorn, watch movie. <laughs> There's so many horrible things I could say that I'm not going to. We all know them. <laughs> You're thinking them so loud. You're transmitting them to our brains. We get it. But yes, we will go see Thor three weekends after it comes out. And okay. we will have a great time. Okay. I'm very excited for it. Are you? I Yes. I've been hearing very good things. I still don't know. Like, I think I told you this. I didn't know there was a bad guy. I thought it was just like... God, you don't know Thor that... Thor on like a journey to find himself. Just coming I, of age tale. I could have sworn we've Thor. talked about who's in this movie, but I guess not. Don't tell me. Yeah, I was about to say that... Well, there's one person you saw in the trailer, but you didn't... Because, like, I think that the first trailer is bland enough where technically you did see this character on screen, but you don't know who it was or who they were played by. I didn't see a single character on screen I didn't already know. Wow. <laughs> You're going to have a great time. I'm very excited. As long as it's not spoiled. What? As long as I'm not, it doesn't get spoiled. Yeah. I, pff, I don't think so. It's, oh my God. I'm great. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for it. I can tell you, like, so press have seen it so far, and they were able to give their impressions of it, but not give any reviews or anything of it. And the impressions are, 
new. They're new. They're different. They are like people are reacting to this movie in a way that I haven't seen people react to an MCU movie before ever. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a Taika Waititi movie, which have you seen any of his movies besides Thor Ragnarok? What we do in the shadows, Jojo rabbit hunt for the wilder people. Uh, our flag means death. The TV show on HBO. No, I'll be honest. They're, they all look good. Yeah. I purposely avoided Jojo rabbit. I was going to watch it. And yeah. I was literally about to hit play on it. Yeah. I was ready to watch it. And then I went, it's time to watch it. And I just, what, what is it? I can't. <laughs> Why? You hate people from New Zealand? No, no, <laughs> no. It's just, it's like a Tarantino thing where it's so. Oh my god! It's so branded of yeah, this person's he style. He has a style. It's so branded with that style that yeah. like, it's cool. It's good. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Objectively good. It's objectively fantastic. But yeah. it's just, do I want to experience that type of thing? Like, what's who hurt you? What is what wrong are with you? you? Why wouldn't you? Have you you so you haven't seen a Taika Waititi movie besides Thor Ragnarok? It's it's a new thing. It's a new flavor of movie. But everybody talks about it and like, but, and I see enough from like scenes and shots and. That you get, you kind of get. I kind of get the vibe, especially yeah. the Jojo Rabbit trailers are very in depth. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you get that movie. You from get the, the vibe. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's good. Yeah, but like his whole thing is uh, having like it's lighthearted and like humorous with like underlined with like heart wrenching is the whole thing like there is so much emotion like raw like new types of emotion i think like a bunch of episodes i talked about a bunch of episodes ago i talked about the a video game company called that video game company that tried to make video games like they yes you they talked me, about yeah. video games yeah, as yeah, like yeah, yeah. a color spectrum and so many of them exist up here and like the red violent blah 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 and they did we want to explore other things and like that's kind of what the Taika Waititi movies are for me. Is like they explore like types of feelings that I don't normally get from movies, which is very unique. It's like, the, like hopeful and sad but funny. It's it's so interesting and like it's such a tightrope walk. Um, and every movie I've seen by his gets better and better at that. And like Jojo Rabbit was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Yeah, and people are saying like Thor, like he's getting better at it still. <laughs> so. It's oof, it's I'm, just it's you know what it is? Yeah. Actually, I don't want to say that analogy because I don't want to trigger you. I'm going to say something different. I promise I won't be triggered. Go ahead. Okay. If you have an analogy, uh, it locked and loaded. You know when you go and you're craving nuggies? Sure. And you're in the drive-through and you 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 think to yourself, "I'll get myself a little like what is it like a five piece mcnuggets uh, yeah sure you know something nice yeah but then you see maybe that sign that says like a 20 piece for like five dollars or whatever <laughs> the fuck they're selling that garbage for <laughs> and you think well i wanted this nice thing for myself but i could overdo the nice thing if i wanted to yeah and, and I, ruin it <laughs> well not ruin it but i could like indulge in this thing that is nice that i like yeah that i know is good yeah but I could also just have the five piece. Yeah. Or I could just drive through and drive away. Yeah. And you decide to hit the play button and get the 20. Yeah. And then you're eating the 20. You're going, Jesus Christ, this is great. Yeah. But then when it's done, you go, 
I just got a 20 piece. Yeah. And then, you know, next time you go, you're going to think back to that moment and think that 20 piece was pretty good. <laughs> this is my new standard. I should get a new 20 piece. Yeah. You get, a, you get, you get another 20 sure. piece. And then you keep getting the 20 pieces. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you realize the 20 pieces, it's a bit much. And then you realize, I actually don't really like these as much anymore. Sure. I kind of overdid it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought I was having a normal amount or something good, but in reality, it was too much. I can't wait to see how you relate this back to this conversation. <laughs> you don't see it? No. <laughs> how is a Taika Waititi movie like getting a 20 piece versus a five piece? I just explained it. I, I disagree. I said. <laughs> <laughs> think you did i said it in the analogy you could hit play and get that 20 piece hit play and watch jojo rabbit or, or watch which is the 20 piece yes okay and what's the five piece in this analogy the five piece is that feeling you get like you just said of like well didn't you like ragnarok yeah that was the five piece. ragnarok is the five piece that was jojo nice. rabbit is the full 20 well watching any of his things is the full is 20. the 20 okay that's my point and then getting too many of the 20s watching too many of his movies you think this might be a little too much I think I'm done with this kind of style. It does. It loses the impact of seeing the 20 piece. Okay. 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 It loses Here's the, thing. the Here's impact the thing. of getting a 20 piece. Cause that moment when you decide I came here for the five, but I'm going to treat myself to that 20 because the oh, hell but Jesus Christ. It's a good thing. I'm just getting more of the good thing. When you, when you dull that shine of the McNuggies by getting the 20 instead of the five, that's your mistake. I get what you're saying, and I uh, disagree on every aspect. And I don't think you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I think I do. It's you like what you like about Thor Ragnarok. You like the little Taika Waititi flavor in Thor Ragnarok. You think that's yeah. a good movie. You enjoy that like different style, the different flavor that he brought to it. Yeah. Now, do you want to watch a full that style without the Marvel money like b b powering down? Marvel like has nothing to do with it. It's do you want to? Ex it's like it's a, that's why I say it's like Tarantino. It's like. Yeah, Pulp Fiction was good, right? Yeah. Like, 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 um, Hateful Eight. Like, you you could call back to like Django, whatever yeah. you want to call back to for his films of like that's fantastic. But if he was pumping out fucking movies, yeah, would it be like what well, you have to see? He's so fucking good, you got to be fucking seeing these movies, okay? And it's like, yeah, they are good, yeah, they're not bad, yeah, they are actually literally objectively very highly rated good yeah. things, yeah. But it's the same thing of just I'm. I'm drinking so much high shelf wine yeah. that at this point, that's now the standard of my wine. Yeah. And it's no longer high shelf. Okay. It's now just my wine. And sure. that's how I view it. Maybe that's, I, I, I should have gone with that. I think maybe that's a much faster I, yeah, way I to do, say it. I, I do but like that. Because, yeah, <laughs> comparing Taika Waititi's directing prowess to a, a mount of chicken nuggets. <laughs> but that's that <laughs> feeling. It's that feeling of like, I was going for just a small little treat and I'm going to really treat myself to the thing that's really good and have all of it. And I'm going to watch all of his films yeah. and all of his shows. And I'm just going to fucking drown in his content. And well, that's not good. I wouldn't recommend that anybody. Would you do recommend that. that I watch his stuff? I recommend that you try a high shelf wine. You're depriving yourself of ever I mean, having I'm high shelf wine. When I go see Thor, okay, sure, I'm but Jojo Rabbit's also good. There's two but really good high shelf wines. But then we get wines. into the McNugget problem here. If I see Jojo and then go straight into that, is that going to hit as much? Is that going to hit the same way? Is that 20 piece in two months going to be the same impact of a 20 piece if I get a 20 piece every three weeks leading up to it? Here's where your metaphor breaks down because the high shelf wine is just as accessible to you as the low shelf wine. 
it there's no price difference you could watch jojo rabbit right now you could stream it you could watch thor ragnarok right now it's you not could a price stream thing it. though it's not a price thing. Exactly. But wine thing. is a price thing. It's an experience it's, Oh, thing. I'm having too much of this high shelf wine. No, 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 no. The high shelf wine is higher rated. Yeah, sure. It's objectively better. And it's thing. more expensive, right? Sure. But so I'm not now talking about expense. I'm talking about the indulgence of something that's of higher quality. I think if you were to have access to high shelf wine constantly, and that's what you became accustomed to, good for you. And then you become a wine snob. But who cares? Do you become a wine snob or do you no longer... Okay. I think you're viewing this, I think, with the wrong lens. <laughs> I think you're viewing the wrong lens. I'm not saying the price is the part. The price has nothing to do with it. Sure. No, I, I'm over that. It's I get it. It's the fact that the content of an exclusive thing yeah. that is in lesser, qual- lesser qual- uh, quantity. Sure. Right? If I make that my standard yes. of what I expect for my consumption. Yeah it then no longer becomes a high standard for consumption. Sure. If that makes any sense. Got it. Right? Okay. If I have silk sheets on all my beds. Yes. And I've had them since I was a kid. And then you stay at a hotel with really good sheets, but not silk sheets. No, 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 not even that. It's just the silk sheets. The fact that they're silk doesn't matter anymore. Sure. Does that make sense? Yes. It's you're taking it for granted. It's because I've become accustomed to it. I'm no longer thinking, oh my gosh, I get to sleep in silk sheets when I go on vacation once a year. That's what I'm saying. And that feeling of being in silk sheets for that, that those small amount of times make that experience more uh, uh, rewarding and brighter. Can I just say, you would have thrived working in a coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> suffering is the only way. How are you suffering? If you give us a fan, we'll get accustomed to fans. <laughs> no, because that's a convenience. That's different. That's a I'm convenience. Done. I'm <laughs> tapping out. That's a convenience. It's different. We it's different. We're talking about something that so disagree. <laughs> I this is still one aspect of your psyche that I cannot break through and understand. Not what? even help you. What? Just understand. I, I don't know why you're depriving yourself of Breaking Bad because people say it's good. And I don't know why you're depriving yourself of Jojo Rabbit. Not because people said it's good. Because you know it's good. It is good. <laughs> so I don't want to watch it. So I don't want to watch it. Because what if I see a good thing and then I only like good things? <laughs> I'm it's just not- going to rewatch. I'm just going to rewatch Black Widow over and over again because that's not so good. And then it'll keep my, my tastes poor and, <laughs> and lesser. Okay. If you went and had that Jay Gill steak for dinner yes. every night, that would it still good for me? Be- no, it would. <laughs> that sounds awesome. You have to. Ex- you have to savor the experience sure, of quality. Sure, then don't watch Jojo Rabbit every night, Dubs. No, just watch but it I'm once. not saying it's Jojo Rabbit. I'm saying it's Taika's content. Yes, specifically, four movies. Specifically, and a show. <laughs> specifically that. Two shows, actually. Two shows. And then another movie coming out next yeah, month. and like half a show. That's a lot of shit. It was like, <laughs> no, you gotta watch all these fantastic things. No, you don't. Then if I watch all of the... If I watch even anything, and then I go into Thor, is Thor even gonna hit me the same way as these people are saying? Because guess what? I'm used to and expect all the styles of how he does things. Okay, I get that. I get that. Relating it back to Thor. Cool. All right. Hit the space bar. I'm done. (laughs) Let's wrap this shit up. Bye, everybody.
<laughs> Until next time. <laughs> See ya. Here's a question. Here it if is. If you had to have the, if you had the ability, but you could only do it with one character, you can perfectly replicate a character's voice. It could be an actor. It could be, it's a character. It could be a cartoon. It could be from a show. It could be anything. <laughs> what would it be? Like it could just There's be Danny, so many good. Options. It could be Danny DeVito. It could yeah. be uh, Danny DeVito would be very good. Um, our old coworker. Tom, yes, from our old store that we used to work at, does an incredible. Oh God, I don't even remember his name. He was Kronk in the Emperor's New Groove. He was in Seinfeld. Uh, P- 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 uh he's Peter and Family Guy, the guy in the wheelchair. Peter and Family. No, guy? not Peter. Uh, Joe. The, the, Joe in the wheelchair. Whatever oh, that guy's that name guy. is. That guy. Yeah, um, yeah. he does that guy's voice perfectly. Everything he ever says in that voice makes me like cry laughing. Really? Yeah. We were like driving past. So we were driving past some like uh, highway, like pit stop or something like that. And I was like, damn, that is a big McDonald's sign. And he's like, yeah, that thing's huge. (laughs) Like out of nowhere, he didn't do the voice in like hours and he just busted that out. And I was like in tears. Patrick Warburton. Ah, So that would be a very good one. Christopher Walken. I feel, the, I feel like he's too common. I think feel like everybody wants to do have a good Christopher Walken. But Wall having movie. an incredible one would be really good. I don't mm-hmm. know. I uh, let me let me ponder on it. I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs>